It's the SeaWorld Splash Podcast, bringing you the latest news, rumors, and history from the SeaWorld Parks in Orlando, San Antonio, and San Diego. And now, here are your hosts, Joseph and Sheldon. Welcome to the SeaWorld Splash Podcast, episode 26. I'm your host, Joseph, along with Sheldon. How's it going, everyone? And today we are going to be talking about Electric Eel <clears throat> that opened recently at SeaWorld San Diego. Touch the Sky, SeaWorld Orlando's new uh, nighttime dolphin show, if that's what y'all want to refer to. Uh, the Southern White Rhino pregnancy that happened at uh, San Diego Safari Park. We also have an endangered species highlight today, Infinity Falls, which will be opening sometime this year at SeaWorld Orlando. SeaWorld stock going up, which is a good thing for SeaWorld, and some Zoo Tampa news. So let's put on those ponchos and get ready to be drenched. First up, <coughs> we will be talking about Electric Eel at SeaWorld San Diego. Now, I know I haven't been to SeaWorld in a while. Things have just been a little crazy for me. But, yes, Electric Eel is open. And from what some fans have told me, they have told me that Electric Eel is awesome. They have tried the third and fourth rows. Me, personally, I don't think I'm going to be going on, even if they try to force me on. But, uh, yeah, Sheldon, what's your take on Electric Eel being open now? Well, I'm glad um, Zero, um, <coughs> unveiled some new stuff and a new ride. Um, it looks pretty fun. Um, unfortunately, I'm not much of a roller coaster fan, so... You probably won't see me on it, but I'm glad they brought something for the fans to ride and enjoy. Um, looks like a really pretty cool ride. It's a little simple ride that kind of goes up and goes back and forth like a, um, almost like a yo-yo. It kind of goes up, up and down, but I think it's a pretty good ride. Like I said, not my type, not much of a roller coaster fan, but it still looks pretty cool and a good theme for the Electric Ocean theme, I guess you could say, for the summer nights. So, very cool, though. Yes, it is definitely cool, and if I am forced on this ride, I will give my best review without me screaming. Keyword is best. Now, on to SeaWorld Orlando with Touch the Sky. Touch the Sky is their new nighttime dolphin show, and I say that very lightly nighttime because technically it's not at night well not yet I think <laughs> yeah it's still it's, it still is going through its early stages let's just say that like orca encounter rehearsal if you want to call it that there we go yeah but yes touch the sky you're basically seeing the dolphins at night and basically, it's a upbeat, up 
upbeat show with like SeaWorld's own music. Yes, they use their own music this time for Touch the Sky. So it's pretty cool to see them change it up a bit from the daytime show Dolphin Days in Orlando. Uh, but yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Sheldon, what are your thoughts on Touch the Sky? <laughs> I like the wetsuits, though, and they do seem to go with the Electric Ocean Summer Nights theme. Um, I haven't seen the show. I might see it this summer if I get a chance. Um, I know it is still early. It's only been what, about a week or two since we've had the new show. Um, I've seen some behaviors. Um, some people are saying it's kind of like Blue Horizons. I haven't made it, like I said. I can't make an, an opinion or judgment yet till I see it. Um, but the music sounds pretty good. It sounds definitely upbeat, and I like that Seward Orlando is finally getting a nighttime show. Maybe there's hope for a Dolphin Island Christmas or a Christmas Dolphin show. Fingers crossed. <clears throat> but it looks pretty cool. I think it's going to be a good, fun show. Probably, hopefully, we're going to see some new behaviors, preferably some new waterwork behaviors or early behaviors. Um, like I said, I know it's still in the early phases, so... We'll see what happens next, but in the meantime, I'll keep my eyes and ears open, and if you guys see anything cool, let us know. We'll check it out. Thank you, Sheldon. And now, it's that time of the show. Species highlights, but today we're going to talk about two species. We're going to talk about the southern white rhino. Because there was some big news at the San Diego Safari Park with a white rhino pregnancy. Now, there are some of you that are asking, why is that important? And we will also let Sheldon explain why that's important. Sheldon, why is that important in today's species highlight? And now... Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Species Highlights, the part of the show where I explain to you about their species, its relatives, and where they come from. Sit back and enjoy. Well, for those of you who don't know what's going on, is that that southern right rhino that is pregnant at the safari park is carrying in her, um, carrying in her a very important important individual and that southern right rhino is carrying the fertilized egg of a northern right rhino so many of you probably have known northern right rhinos are going extinct there's only two left on the planet two elderly females that live in africa which are past reproductive age making the species functionally extinct what the Sandy Kaspari Park is doing, in case you guys haven't known, is that they have a group of female southern right rhinos, which are going to act as surrogate mothers to northern right rhino eggs. So what they're doing is they are inserting the eggs of northern right rhinos into the females of the southern right rhinos and fertilizing the, fertilizing the eggs with male northern right rhino um, sperm to pretty much create baby northern right rhinos which the female southern right rhinos will carry and then eventually give birth to. This is a very important and very a pretty extreme um, tactic that can be very successful. It will take some time to perfect, but hopefully the results will be successful. I mean, 
this is technically the last chance to say the northern right rhino. Like I said, we have two adult females, but they are past reproductive age. When rhinos hit about 30 to 40, they stop breeding. So it is really important that this group of southern right rhinos at the San Diego Safari Park helps create the next generation. And hopefully we can bring back the northern right rhino and bring sustainable populations. Will it work? It's a possibility. It's a possibility it might not work. But it's our last chance. And if we don't do anything, or don't do something, the Northern White Rhino will cease to exist altogether. Better to have tried than not to try, I'll definitely say. Uh, jo Joseph, what's your thoughts on this? I am definitely ready to see how this plays out, and I definitely am going to be waiting to see the results of this, and... I am rooting for a successful start to something that can help bring back the Northern White Rhino. Because I would like to see Northern White Rhinos again. Uh, the last Northern White Rhino that we had in San Diego, her name was Nola. Uh, she unfortunately passed away, but this could be the start of something that can help bring northern white rhinos back. It may not be during my time, but it may be in years down the road that we have a purebred northern white rhino. So I'm definitely rooting for this whole thing to be a success. I think we all are, for sure, and especially the keepers, because this is a big milestone. It's unfortunate we've come to this um, conclusion, and that's the only way to save the species, but it is, like we said, the last chance to bring them back. So, definitely hoping for a successful, successful birth. She is pregnant, but like I said, rhino births are going to take a while, between nearly 15 to 18 months, so it'll be a long time before we see a baby rhino. And I'm probably a much longer time before any baby rhinos are actually ready to breed. <laughs> so. Yes, so that's the scoop on the southern white rhino, and we will keep you updated on that, along with Morgan's pregnancy, as we hear more. Now, uh... Endangered Species Highlight. What animals will we be covering today, sir, in this Endangered Species Highlight? Well, my dear boy, for this Species Highlight special, we're going to be highlighting just all endangered species. It's important to understand the plight that many species, endangered and even non-endangered species, face in their daily lives in the world. Human populations are to rise. There are over several billion people on the planet, and we're, more, we're encroaching more and more on animal habitats, pushing species to extinctions, pushing them out of their homes and having them lose lack of food, resources, places to live, and of course, places to raise their young which is detrimental to population diversity. 
I will give a special shout out to Zoo Tampook. Congratulations, guys, on your red wolf pups that were born. I haven't seen them yet, but if you guys are in Florida, definitely go check out Zoo Tampa. It's a really nice small zoo, but it's really cool. Highlights several endangered species. And their red wolf um, pop, red wolf program is really important because the red wolf is one of the most endangered wolf species in the world. It used to be found throughout the South United States, but now it's only found a few spaces in Mexico and in, in the Americas. So it's a critically endangered species. And the red wolf does play an important part in the environment. It does prey on weak and sick deer and other elk populations, keeping the population together healthy and manageable. There is such thing as too much of a deer population. Too many deers mean the deers will overeat and overcompete with each other and have a lack of resources. So it's important to maintain their populations by also maintaining the red wolf population, which is unfortunately fragmentally low. Joseph, what's your thoughts on this? I definitely think it's cool how Zoo Tampa brought or was able to rear some red wolf pups and it is a good step in preserving species <clears throat> and conservation is a big key nowadays with zoos and aquariums and basically yeah we just need to listen to zoos and aquariums and whatever they say on how we can conserve and protect species let's do it you know yep and also practice the three r's reduce reuse recycle find reusable items and sustainable items and also protect our fragile world we live in and our ecosystem so that generations after us can enjoy it as well Otherwise, unfortunately, we will have um, we will have things like stranded pilot whales, like the one that happened in Thailand, with plastic in it in its system, which is very sad to hear about that pilot whale. But we need to learn and correct our mistakes before it's too late. Yeah, so it was sad to hear about the pilot whale, but unfortunately, that's many of our world's oceans are facing because of plastic and humans littering and throwing trash in the ocean is affecting our marine life. Um, I know the turtles we work with at um, the Florida Aquarium where I work at, a lot of them have ingested plastic bags, and now plastic straws have become a problem for many marine creatures. So it's very important to make sure you recycle and try to use reusable bags and try to, you know looking at food labels what the products are using is it can it um, biodegrade naturally or is it going to be harmful to the environment so definitely keep an eye out on that guys that'll really help out the environment especially our marine oceans which are the, one of the most fragile ecosystems on the planet if you ask me especially our coral reefs exactly and uh, I had an interesting conversation with a former podcast member uh, he was telling me about how there has been some traces of this plastic in humans because that plastic goes from the plankton to the fish such as salmon or whatever humans eat and basically that's getting into our system so don't be surprised if there are some humans out there with some 
traces of that. So we definitely need to reverse this while we still have the chance. So yeah, that's what we need to do. Well, the old saying goes, what goes around, comes around. Yes. And before we close out species highlight, is there any other species that we want to highlight that are endangered? <laughs> well, like I said before, for this one, we're highlighting all species, especially our endangered ones, from Borneo orangutans to sharks to whales to our endangered birds like whooping cranes our endangered frogs and of course any creature that swims, crawls, flies or roams this beautiful planet all animals, are, all life is precious and all species play an important role in our world each creature has a special role it plays in its environment and helps create the ecosystem and make it safe and sustainable and healthy and we, as humans, in our generation, it is our job to protect endangered species, especially species who are disappearing in the wild at alarming rates. Let's just be a lesson, guys. We shouldn't have to rely on using cloning or having surrogate mothers to bring back species. We should be conserving the ones we have now so that they can have sustaining populations. There should be a time, hopefully I wish one day, where Zoos and aquariums actually weren't even needed that a species was so sustainable it could sustain itself, but sadly, if it wasn't for zoos and aquariums, several species I know would definitely be extinct. But yes, I will definitely say our highlight is going to be all species today, and especially our endangered species and critically endangered species. Definitely take into consideration all the species that Sheldon has mentioned and basically start doing things now to preserve this natural world we all live in. Alright, and on to Infinity Falls <coughs> in SeaWorld Orlando. He means infinity coughs. Know, right? <laughs> infinity falls in SeaWorld Orlando. Uh, that is sort of like San Diego's shipwreck rapids. Try saying that five times fast. <laughs> shipwreck rapids. Okay, I'm not going to try it. I wouldn't try it. <laughs> but yes, it is like shipwreck rapids in San Diego. Only on a much larger scale, lot, little, only on a lot larger scale. I cannot speak. <laughs> what he means is, kids, it's gonna be bigger than you usually are used to, and you'll be probably a lot wetter. Yes, and only with Orlando's, you will be seeing live animals. Yes, I heard about that. That is an interesting touch. Um. I know there's a water, kind of a water ride in the Singapore Zoo that does something similar. Um, I'm not sure what species they will be showing, but that'll be an interesting touch. 
I mean, I'm glad they're keeping an animal theme with the ride. I mean, <laughs> most rides are obviously animal theme, like Manta Mako, based on real creatures. But I'm glad that this Infinity, you know, Infinity Falls is going to have species like real, actual animals there to keep the theme. So that's a good, nice bonus touch on it. Um, Joseph, any other thoughts or opinions you got on it? I think because I was reading something about it earlier this week, and I thought I saw something about flamingos, but I could be wrong. But that would be something cool to see, and maybe I might check it out. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe next time I visit, I don't know. If it's flamingos, I think I have an idea. SeaWorld and population of flamingos is quite large, so... I would not be surprised if it's our local flamingos, because we do, in case you guys don't know, have two species of flamingos at SeaWorld Orlando. We have the Chilean flamingo from South America and the Caribbean flamingos. Want to know where they're located? Currently, right now, the Caribbean flamingos are located near the entrance before you get to the Manta roller coaster. And the Chilean flamingos actually live near um, the flamingo... um, What's it called? The Flingo Boat Ride, I forget it's called. But it's right near the Shark Encounters. If you want to check those guys out, I have a guarantee one of those species might make an appearance, or it might be an entirely group, new group of flamingos. Who knows if that, if that is the case. But still, it'd be cool. But yes, we shall see how Infinity Falls plays out and see what happens with this move with Infinity Falls. And something that is also coming to SeaWorld Orlando, which probably not a lot of us are going to be going to unless you guys have kids, is Sesame Street. Yes, Sesame Street is going right where Shamu's Happy Harbor is. Basically, sort of like San Diego where Sesame Street took over Shamu's Happy Harbor there. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. Um, obviously, I mean, I don't go to Sesame Street, but if you do have kids, it probably would be nice. Um, for older fans out there who are there for the shows, probably not your most happiest of news. But I have noticed that is what the direction they're going in. I mean, nothing wrong with that. I mean, we still have our animals we love and care about, so still a positive on that note. Yes. It is a positive on that note, and I guess to those fans who have those kids, um, if you guys want to check something out that's Sesame Street related, you guys can go to San Diego and check out their parades. Yes, SeaWorld San Diego has been doing Sesame Street parades. I probably will not check that out. I'm just going to go straight to Orca Encounter, and straight to Dolphin Days, and straight to Sea Lions Live, and Sea Lions Tonight. I think we could guess that part. (laughs) But yes, so... To those fans who have kids, check that out. And, yeah. Uh... Zoo Tampa. Uh, any more news on Zoo Tampa besides the Red Wolves? Well, we do... There's a new water ride they just opened up with. If you guys want to go on the website or check on Instagram Live or Facebook Live, you actually can see the new um, water ride. It's like a water flume. Um, It's going to be near Gator Falls, near um, the North American section. Um, 
I am a local of Florida. I've been to Zoo Tampa several times. It's a lovely zoo, like I said. So it's a nice water ride. It's definitely kid-friendly. If you guys want to take your family and take us a little water ride and have a, a good time, I would definitely recommend it. Zoo Tampa is a really interesting aquarium, and we do a partnership with the Florida Aquarium. We work together on several projects like our manatee releases and turtle releases. So we definitely collaborate together. It's a really good zoo. But otherwise, keep your eyes out, guys. If you guys go, check out the Red Wolves pups in the North American section. I would definitely recommend seeing the species. Like I said, it is highly endangered. Zoo Tampa is a really good zoo because they specialize on breeding endangered species like um, Indian rhinos, elephants, uh, turtles, birds, and, of course, red wolves. So definitely, if you guys want to come check out a good zoo that highlights popular animals as well as endangered species, including primates, I would highly recommend visiting Zoo Tampa. Nice zoo. Very family friendly. If you got kids, you just want to spend some day on a nice summer day when it's not raining in Florida. Definitely go out there and check it. <clears throat> I know I'll definitely be checking it out next time I am out there. For sure. And just one quick note at SeaWorld San Antonio, all three SeaWorld parks have done it this year. The the biggest hit, I think, was San Diego. I'm not sure how it went in Orlando. And I'm interested to know how the turnout goes in San Antonio. It is the inside look. Yes, you can go uh, to behind-the-scenes areas, learn about the animals, such as killer whales, dolphins, whatever. You can go check that out, go behind the scenes. Learn about the animals, learn about the rescue programs, all that. And yeah, I think it's definitely a huge hit in San Diego. I know it's going to be coming back next year. So I'm definitely going to go to that again next year. And I will definitely be checking to see if it is a, is a success in San Antonio. I'm going to also see if it's still a, if it's a success for Orlando and if they're thinking of bringing it back next year because that'll be something cool that all three parks should bring back. Definitely. I love behind-the-scenes tours. Um, I actually give a few behind-the-scenes tours at the um, Florida Aquarium. I'll bring guests and let them see behind-the-scenes or bring the family to um, some of the galleries. And I must say the connections you make when you bring guests to learn more about what goes on behind the scenes and how a daily life goes for someone who's a zookeeper or works in an aquarium. It's a really interesting experience. I re I recommend it. I love it. I love the interaction, the reaction guests give me. Because you get to connect on a personal level. But definitely, if you guys get a chance any facility that, you know, cares and takes care of animals, I would, it's just a lovely experience. I love it. I think it's better than, you know, learning on what goes on behind the scenes. In case you guys, you know, have a career like say you want to be a zookeeper aquarium it helps you learn i mean that's the best way humans learn is we go out and we meet and talk people and communicate that's how we learn new things make connections side by side no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> side by side i'm joking i'm not gonna sing it but yes um definitely Check out Inside Look if you're at SeaWorld San Antonio. 
give us updates, let us know what you guys think. And with that, if you guys have any questions, comments, suggestions for topics, or want to share your SeaWorld stories, you can call or text our number, 407-900-5309. Once again, that number is 407-900-5309. Or you can call or email us, or you can email us at SeaWorldSplashTeam at gmail.com. You can also check out our Facebook, Zero Splash Podcast, forward slash Zero Splash. The, at Facebook.com forward slash Zero Splash Podcast. Say that three times fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget to check out our website, www.zeroplash.com. Follow us on Snapchat at Zero Splash. Follow us on Twitter at Zero Splash. Did I say Instagram? Instagram at Zero Splash. Just follow us, like us on every social media page that is out there. <clears throat> Spread the word too to all your friends and family. <laughs> yes. As well as check out our new merchandise page on SeaWorldSplashPodcast.com there is a link to Redbubble which you can find all of our products from SeaWorld Splash and the pictures that are on the product are pictures of Amaya that I've taken personally at SeaWorld San Diego so definitely check that out and they might also make great gifts for people who uh, is in love with Amaya well, who doesn't in that little spunky whale? I know, right? And also, don't forget to check us out on iTunes at SeaWorld Splash Podcast. And from all of us here at the SeaWorld Splash team, we thank you for joining us and hope you join us for the next amazing podcast to come. Splash you later. Oh, yes, I have been reminded about SeaWorld stocks going up. Almost forgot that. Yes, SeaWorld stock is going up. Thank you to our interim CEO, John Riley. So, a big round of applause to John Riley. Um, Sheldon, what are your quick thoughts on SeaWorld stock going up? I'm glad it's going up, actually. It's good we're taking a turn in the right direction, I think, with the new CEO and the new attractions coming up. Things are finally turning around. I think SeaWorld's going to make it through this little um, dilemma they have encountered. But hopefully it continues to go up and stays at a nice, steady increase. How will people now see and understand what SeaWorld represents? And, you know, we are they're a good company representing conservation and protecting species and, of course, entertainment. is something that we are really encouraging SeaWorld stock to do is go is continue to go up because that'll make positive things happen. And yes, 
from all of us here on the Hero Splash Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and hope you do tune in for the next episode. You guys take care of a whale of the rest of your day. Goodbye. Stay close. Remember, if you want to share any of your favorite SeaWorld stories or memories, please call or text the SeaWorld Splash Team, 407-900-5309. Once again, that number is 407-900-5309. Or email us at SeaWorldSplashTeam at gmail.com. Thank you, and we'll splash you later.